Let's go. Welcome boom, boom. to Big Ben and K-Win. I'm K-Win, he's Big Ben, and together we may or may not be new shareholders in the Green Bay Packers. Here's my hot take, Big Ben. Shares became available on Tuesday of this week, yesterday, about 300000 priced at $300 a share. Do we, Big Ben and K-Win, acquire some stock or pass on the opportunity to acquire some Green Bay Packers stock? First question, is it available on Robinhood? No, you got to go uh, to uh, the Green Bay Packers site online, or you call 833-OWN-PACK. <laughs> There's two ways. There's no secondary market for this Packers uh, resale of the stock. Second question, is there some subreddit where in like the to the moon section where people are pumping this, the, I guess it's a set price, right? 300 bucks. So I did some research. Packers are a nonprofit corporation. If, I, if I'm making a ton of money one year, I need a tax write-off. Unfortunately, Kwin, that is not this year. I just had a child that's all going towards that. <laughs> I have no discretionary income. And unfortunately, we know this podcast is just still on the tarmac about to take off. So we're not producing. That said, um, you know, I, I looked at all the shares. You're one of like 529,000 people that own the Packers. Yeah. Like that's not that exclusive. I'm not really interested. Like I would rather if they give me an opportunity to sponsor a urinal, like they give us give us a grand and it will say Ben Martin's urinal, like on one of the backs. I would do that in a heartbeat because that will live until the stadium comes down. To know that I own a few shares and they only appreciated from like 250 bucks back in 2011, now 300 bucks. Like with inflation, your stocks like this. Bad investment, especially if Jordan Love's going to be their quarterback for any time. <laughs> oh, so this is a bad investment. I'm engaged. I'm going to get married. And like you said, this stock, there's no investment value. Like you can't resell it. You can't actually tax write it. There's no tax write. There's no charitable benefit. But that's why I say we're in it. This is our only time. To say we are shareholders in an NFL team. Never in our life are we going to ever be able to own a team. Let's own a share. Someone's going to be like, Big Ben, what did you do in COVID? Not much, except uh, picked up some equity in the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> Here's what we do. Because my fiance knows it's a bad decision. Your wife, your daughter knows it's a bad decision. You can gift someone a share. I gift you a share for Christmas. You gift me a share back. We're both shareholders. Let's go. Write it off and profit. Boom. I will give. I will give that stock to Kennedy, and I will get her a Green Bay Packers owner's jacket as she enters high school. She can walk around high school with a Packers jersey that says "Owner" and then in very very small front of a single share of the Packers. Yes, I love your idea. I love your idea. Let's go. Let's get All right. the show here. Let's give 88 acres a plug. My mom ate all, all the granola. Let me let me let me try plugging 88 acres. So before you plug acres. it, let's just tell our listeners there's two parts to the show. The okay. first part, the Western Standard Six, 
six teams we care about niners chargers rams yeah we still care about them after two losses back to back but we also have the seahawks the raiders and the cardinals we'll give you the highs and lows of week 10 and then the second segment everyone's favorite segment our pro pick'em partners coming on bo brack you know him from locked on cards he's a co-host of the arizona cardinals podcast iHeartRadio. He's a personality, a meaty personality. He lives in Spokane. You may even heard his voice on some Matt Santangelo and Bro Brock Gonzaga podcast. But before we get into the show, Big Ben, give a shout out to 88 Acres. 88 Acres, a seed company, a filling snack for everyone that's eat, looking to eat, eat clean. Listen, Thanksgiving's coming up. What do we do? We gain a ton of weight. And then we maybe get on the Peloton a couple times. And then we gain more weight during that Christmas bread into new years tell you what to do supplement with 88 acres the seed bars the granola the butters the dressing tell you what introduce 88 acres at your thanksgiving table you can't go wrong use wst15 when you check out at 88acres.com and people will thank you it's healthy it's non-gmo it doesn't have any allergens me having a kid now knock on wood no peanut allergies nothing like that in it so 80 acres, great plug, great company. And JD, I, I need more NOLA. Oh, I need to give you my address, my updated address. So you ship it to my parents' house and it's all gone by the time I get it. <laughs> 80, at 88 acres on Instagram and Twitter. They're a great sponsor of WSB Podcast. All right, bye. I need you to talk me through a situation I have with the Niners, I want to compare it to a real-life situation. Okay. The 49ers are like a girlfriend that you can't break up with. It's a roller coaster, right? There's good weeks. There's bad weeks. You're getting along. You're fighting. You're going to propose. You're going to break up. So I want to describe my girlfriend, <laughs> and I want you to let me know if I should break up or if I should hold on. Okay. So my girlfriend has similar qualities of the 49ers. She can't throw the football more than seven yards down the field. So she's got to dink and dunk her way all the way down the field and take off like 10 or 11 minutes every time they drive. She's got to hand off the ball 40-plus times to a stable of running backs that are injured and banged up, and you don't know who you're going to get. And her defense, which took the Niners to the Super Bowl two years ago, isn't quite the same. They can't consistently turn people over or apply pressure. Should I break up with my girlfriend, a.k.a. my Niners, or hold on a little longer? I would say if, if we're in this context, and what is it? It's really Wednesday today. Yeah. You gotta, you, you've already made it through Monday and Tuesday. Like Thursday, you probably open with a little happy hour. Maybe you meet up Friday. Like those are the good times in the relationship. Monday, yeah. Tuesday, stink because you're both working, you know, that I would say hang on for one more week. Okay. Why? The grass isn't always greener on the other side. So if you're going to go ride the Rams since you're in L.A., probably not the best time to do that. And you have your eyes on my Seahawks. They're horrible. So I, would say, <laughs> I would say stick with your girl right now because – with that rationale, the grass isn't always greener. It's getting to become winter time. You want some nesting, right? It's not summer. It's not summer where there's just, you know, teams abound. 
I'll be honest, the NFC, what, NFC, it's a crapshoot right now. Yeah. There's no one team that's true far and away. We'll talk about the Cardinals a little bit, but there's no one team. You can sneak in the playoffs. You can get you to the playoffs, and you can do some damage. Just All right. I'll stick with one more. But the Niners, the Niners did <laughs> what, <laughs> what I did love about the Niners from this past week and my girlfriend is, is when they went to the Super Bowl, it was, I'm going to hand the ball off 35 to 40 times. You know that. I know that. And you're not going to stop it. We're going to control the possession. We're going to control the game. And you know what? You're not going to be able to score that many points on us when you do get the ball. And they got back to doing that. And I think that there was a point, do we start Trey? Does Jimmy throw the ball? No and no. Just keep on handing the ball off, dink and dunk, and you maybe you have a shot at making the playoffs. And then if you get to the playoffs, you can lose first round, and then I can break up with you. So we have a weekly pick em where we have 10 games. And you might say, why 10 games? Well, there's bye weeks. And then with COVID, we got scared and thought some teams might not be able to play. But we felt comfortable with 10 games. So we got 10 games for you to pick. It's money line. It's straight up, no spread. You just pick the winner, and that's your winner. So our year-to-date winner is Sean Salisbury with 9 out of 10. Wow. And your co-host, Clancy, has 7 out of 10. So your first goal is to beat Salisbury. If you can't, just beat Clancy, just so you have okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, are you ready? Oh, yeah. I'm going for Salisbury. Okay. So Thursday night, we have New England at Atlanta. Oh, that, that's easy, right? That's the Pats. They're rolling. They won four in a row. I know they started two and four, but – and the Falcons are just coming off of getting drubbed by the Dallas Cowboys, 43-3. to The Falcons have never been the same since the Patriots ruined them, 28-3, a couple years ago. I don't think that changes, at least with the roster they have in place. I'm going with Mac Jones. I'm going with Mac McCorkle-Jones, the pick that the Niners should have made a long time ago. I'm kidding because I didn't think they were going to make that pick. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I, I like what they've got going. They've got a good run-pass balance. They've got a good – the defense is playing at a high level, and there's no way Arthur Smith is going to out X and O Belichick. I got the Pats. All right. In the Windy City, Mr. Hold Fields on, hold on. What? Before we move on, now, do you want to tease that with a prop bet that I just created? Over, <laughs> under, on combined rushing yards from Mac Jones <laughs> – <laughs> and Matty Ice at seven and a half. Would you take Whoa. over or under? <laughs> My gosh. That's that's nearly impossible. I mean, I'm taking, I'm taking the under. That's the way going. Oh, wow. I, I mean, I know it can be like wiped out and you're a big fat loser after one play, but I, I can't expect those guys to get out there and run. All right. We all Go ahead, Big Bill. Belichick would go into victory formation three straight times. So, yeah, you might get to eight and a half and end up at four. All right, Baltimore in the Windy City. Baltimore with a loss last week to Miami. Yeah. Justin Fields needs – I like your comment about a redshirt season. This is a redshirt season for Justin Fields. But yeah. defense isn't too bad. Baltimore's defense is equally as good. Le'Veon Bell, he gone. So, you got Baltimore at Chicago. 
Oh, man. I, you know what? I, I did like what I saw from Justin Fields at the very end of the Pittsburgh game. He was just ripping it. But I don't know if he's going to be – he doesn't play with that confidence, you know, for four quarters. So – and Baltimore has to bounce back. I mean, who's who's going to be a bigger game for? I'm going to take the Ravens. They're going to bounce back after a bad loss, the Miami Dolphins. Give me the, the Ravens and Lamar Jackson having a rebound win. Justin Fields, hopefully he plays a little bit better. I want everybody that compared Kyler Murray in Justin Fields to uh, to check their receipts and then forgive and apologize for that slander. But, uh, I, you know, I, hopefully he continues to play better. It's just not going to be enough to win. Now, those are two quarterbacks that definitely can scramble compared to the <laughs> pocket passers of Thursday night game. I'm going over seven and a half. That does not exist for that game. <laughs> All right, moving on. We got Washington at Carolina with Cam Ooh. Cam back in the fold. Man, that's tough. So Washington coming off the big upset win over the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then you've got uh, Carolina, the big win. Who's for real? Who Who is for real in week 10? Was it Carolina or was it the Washington football team? No Chase Young done for it with the ACL, right? Uh, they don't. They don't have Montez Sweat either. I, I think that I think Carolina continues to roll. I think they move to six and five and continue to kind of like entrench themselves in this NFC playoff picture. Surprisingly, I think that that's probably the smart bet. But I don't Someone know. I don't called. expect big things from from Cam. I mean, Cam came out and he scored two on two touches. He had two touchdowns against the Arizona Cardinals. But once you saw him outside of like the goal line, he was, you know, the guy that we've seen the last couple of years, pretty pedestrian as far as throwing the football. I'm not. I don't think that Cam comes out and lights the world on fire, but he does beat his old coach in Ron Rivera. I I heard. Well, there's three things here. One, I heard. Sam Darnold referred to as a wet blanket, which is becoming evident <laughs> that that's the case. Two, you're right. Cam is the human refrigerator Perry now for the Panthers. And it just seems that way. Give him the ball at the goal line, watch him run in. And three, PJ Walker against Taylor Heineke. Like who would, who would put those two guys as starting quarterbacks for NFL teams? It just shows you how poor like the quarterback or how like the echelon of quarterbacks you have in the NFL. And then you got guys like this and defense wins games, obviously. And that's apparent. I don't know how the Washington football club pulled that off against Brady. He must have not had it. He must drink too much avocado vodka or whatever it was. <laughs> All right. Next game. This is always a good NFC North game. You got Kirk Cousins, proverbial like average mean quarterback just like the average quarterback in the nfl some bright spots mm. some not so good and then you got uh the not fully vaxxed but somehow <laughs> meeting the nfl's uh requirements for covid aaron Rodgers. the game is in minnesota where the, you're going to hear that biking horn probably twenty thousand times throughout the game no matter what on a five-yard rush by delvin cook who wins that game Man. Yeah, uh, I mean, even though it's not a primetime game, that's that's I always check that with Kirk Cousins games because he, he cowers in primetime. But <laughs> he's just he's awful. He's terrible at prim in primetime. But it's not. It's gonna be. A, it's an afternoon affair between these two teams. Uh, early game actually. It, but and I like what I've seen from Minnesota. I don't think they're that bad. I mean, what is it they've been 
they've had a seven point lead. I think in is it every game K win and they're yeah. four and five? That's they're an absurd new, stat. They're the new chargers. <laughs> they are the new chargers. Just just rip your heart out. It seems like every other week. I just I think Green Bay's playing really good football. I honestly like AJ Dillon kind of in a starting role if uh if if Aaron Jones can't go. I think AJ Dillon is like Michael Turner 2.0. Remember Michael Turner for the Chargers kind of mm-hmm. stuck behind LT and then he goes to Atlanta and he just becomes like a top five running back. Uh, I like the Green Bay Packers on the road. I think the Vikings can win. Like I'm not counting them completely out, but if I have to pick, I'm going with the Pack. And just think, Big Ben, if we would have bought that Packers stock yesterday, we would have had one <laughs> win as owners. <laughs> Uh, A.J. Dillon, I think, could squat the entire city of Green Bay on his back. The dude is huge. I agree with you. Him getting the opportunity. I think you're going to see him. Here's my 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 bold prediction here. A.J. Dillon will actually have more rushing yards than Delvin Cook in this game. I think he saw the Green Bay defense last week absolutely shut out Seahawks due to a finger issue, obviously. You didn't play enough Call of Duty, but... <laughs> I don't know. I, I, that's a pick 'em for me. I, I like Minnesota at home, and might be a little bit of a trap game for, for the Packers. But but I read a stat somewhere that since week one, the Packers defense has been vastly improved. And against Kyler Murray, uh, Kansas City, and uh, I can't think of the other team. I think in Seattle, they've only let up one touchdown. Well, Russ, Kyler, and Mahomes, Green Bay defense has only allowed one touchdown. So I like Green Bay. I think that they're a better team, but their defense is playing at another level. They'll miss Aaron Jones, but A.J. Dillon will keep them in the win column. Auto pick here. Okay, when you got a preview of it, it's your team. Yeah, we've got the San Francisco in the playoff hunt, mm. 49ers against Jacksonville. Another win here, and their playoff chances will improve. Another loss, I'm going to be upset throwing things and calling for Trey Lance. Yeah, no, as you should. But another win, they're back to 500. Your boy Kyle Shanahan, is, who's notorious for being infamous for being under 500 aside from one season, uh, he's, he's right back. I didn't think he was going to make it back. That that Monday night win, that Monday night win, man, that was shocking, but it was impressive. The Niners outscored the NFC West 31-20 to 20 in Week 10. That was pretty impressive because the Seahawks got shut out. The Cardinals only gave up 10, and then they only gave up 10 to the Rams. Uh, does, the, does the Niners' defense continue to roll a little bit, look uh, like they were moving some people? They played with some physicality that they didn't have against Arizona in the previous week. I don't know if that's just like George Kittle getting healthier and, uh, you know, use check and all those guys, Trent Williams throwing people around. I think that this is an easy, they cruise against Jacksonville, no doubt about it. I mean, I know they're going across the country, but give me the Niners running away with this one. Touchdown, Trevor. You look at the Niners quarterbacks <laughs> with their feet and he fits the profile. All right. Since he, this is the tightest game um, in terms of, uh, plus minus or um, the line, I guess you'd say. I think since he's favored by one in Las Vegas versus the Raiders, Burrow versus Carr. Um, 
God, this is a game I probably won't even turn on or watch. If it comes on red zone, I'll go to the fridge. But who do you who do you got? I kind of like the Bengals. The Bengals were kind of a team that I feel foolish for buying in on early, and maybe I need to stop picking them because the last couple of weeks they've uh, they've made me feel foolish. But the Raiders make everybody feel foolish for even thinking or believing in them. I'm going to take the Bengals on the road in Sin City taking out the Raiders and getting back on track. But well, five and four teams, I like the, the Bengals' defense a little bit more, and I think that that Burrow-Jamar Chase connection can uh, can go off and, and rival some of those shows in Vegas come Sunday. The great one-two punch. <laughs> a game I am going to watch, you've got Dallas at Kansas City. You've got Dak Ooh. against Mahomes. This is going to be a high-scoring game. I can't wait for it. Who do you like? Yeah. Oh man. I, I am I what was last week? Did did the who was more for real? The, the Dallas Cowboys against the Falcons or what the Chiefs were able to kind of accomplish, get back on track. Is that the Monday night game against the Raiders, right? Yeah, or Sunday, was it Sunday night? Sunday night? night. Yeah. Sunday night? I'm gonna buy Mahomes and his five touchdowns over Dak and crew. I, I think that I don't know. Trayvon Diggs, feast famine. It's amazing what he's been able to do, eight picks, but he can also bust pretty well on a play. I think that they can take advantage of that defense. It's like you slow, you neutralize Trayvon Diggs and Micah Parsons on that defense, and you should have an easy time scoring the football. I'll take the Kansas City Chiefs over the Dallas Cowboys, but that's going to be a fun one to watch. Yeah, the, the elements – I guess that will. I think that plays a part in it too. Kansas City's used to it. You got the Cowboys in that clean ATT stadium where it's like a perfect seventy-two degrees for football and they're, you know, <laughs> all that stuff. All right, the game of the week, the proverbial game of the week, Western Standard Six, two teams squaring off. We have my Seahawks who are on a downward spiral. Um, there is a prop bet in Vegas on the color of DK Metcalf's hair this week. Mm. Um, <laughs> The, the Seahawks, who can't seem to put together a game as of late, versus the Cardinals, who are coming off that loss against the Panthers. But we all know that uh, Kyler is close. Yeah. Close being the key word to coming back. Obrak, who do you have in this game? Yeah, him and Colt McCoy both back at practice, both dealing with injuries. You know, they're rumored to be on a quarterback. Uh, it was Steve Bichelle from – remember him in his Texas days? Apparently the Chiefs protected him, and that was the news yesterday. But it, it seems like Kyler is really trending towards coming back. Is he going to be rusty? I mean, I don't think he's going to be rust, rusty like last week. I, I, don't, I, I, I can't imagine – I heard today that the Seahawks haven't won at Lambeau Fields for 21 seasons. Is that the right stat? That is. So th- they just play poorly there. So they got to bounce back. They're going to be back at home. The Cardinals, if they lose, that'd be three of four, but still in the driver's seat for the division. I think if Kyler gets back, that offense can get back on track. That should be enough. I think it's going to be a really close game. I do. Um, I think the Cardinals edge the Seahawks in this one. And I want to say like 24-21. I think we'll make it ugly. I agree with you. Like, it's 46. It's not pretty up here right now. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if the traction plays a part. And, again, a dome team coming into a cold-weather stadium always plays a part. Uh, we'll see if Russ's 96 or 19 hours of finger exercises a day does anything for him. 
All right, K-Win, two games left. All right, we got Pittsburgh playing the Chargers in L.A. at SoFi. Where the Super Bowl is this year? Pittsburgh and L.A. Chargers, man, I bought in them on them early. Justin Herbert, he's had three stinkers in four games, but one really good game. And then Pittsburgh is the most Jekyll and Hyde team maybe in the NFL this season. So this one's tough. And it's like there's no home field advantage at SoFi for the Chargers. No. There's, this is a Steelers home game. Bo, they yeah. practice the silent count. But TJ Watt, is he going to play in this game? I don't know about him or Big Ben coming off of COVID. Yeah. It, oh, man, that's that's the – I'm going to take the Chargers at home. Herbert can do enough. Keenan Allen, uh, Eckler, give me the Chargers. They they have to win this game. Where Pittsburgh, they're in second place in the AFC uh, North. They might be able to keep pace even with a loss. And they've got that tie. Congratulations. You kissed your sister last week. <laughs> Oh, damn it! Why is Mason? I, I wish Mason Rudolph would just we'd find a way to make it, make sure he's playing a Christmas Day game. But unfortunately, <laughs> not. All right, all right. Rudolph Bo. on Christmas, yeah. Last game, Monday night game. Danny Dimes takes on his his uh, his hero, Tom Brady. The New York Giants seem like they can't piece together anyone on offense. Fake ones more fragile than. Uh, I don't even know a glass slipper at this point. Sure. Uh, Tom Brady coming off one of just just those blah games. Um, yeah. I think AB not being there might have some impact on that offense. Um, that pass rush is still there though, but it's in Tampa. Is, is the Giants even sniff a win here? No. No. <laughs> They can't even pull off what WFT w, uh, pulled off last week. Uh, you know, it'd be interesting to see what Brady, how many three loss, how many three game losing streaks he ever been on. And I don't think it'd probably be pretty, pretty minuscule. I'll take Tampa rebounding, going to seven and three, staying in the, in the conversation for the top seed in the NFC, because that's, what's going to be important. They're, this is like the time of year where Tampa or Tom Brady led teams start to shift in the right direction. I, I think Tampa Bay, rebounds after after bad loss against uh against wft okay let me uh k win while you tee up the tiebreaker let me just validate your picks here there's a lot of okay. p's and a lot of c's in these so you got the <laughs> patriots you got the ravens you got the panthers you got the packers you got the niners Bengals, chiefs Cardinals, chargers and buck and all now- right I- or the tiebreaker, at least a seven win. If if you get nine, we have a tiebreaker, and the tiebreaker is total points on Monday night. Total points Monday night football. I will say there's going to be forty-eight points scored. Forty-eight points. Well, All right, Bo. If if you win, you will win. Uh, I will buy us tickets. Unfortunately, you would have to hang out with us in this. <laughs> but, but I would buy us tickets, very nice tickets, to a Gonzaga versus Santa Clara basketball game Ooh. up at the McCarthy Center. And we'll go to Jack and Dan's for dinner. We will do it up. 
and we'll make sure we do not have dogs in our car and have <laughs> been drinking like Mark Few. Oh, I boy. promise you that, my friend. Oh, man. I, You know what? I'm all in for that. I didn't even think you could buy tickets on the secondary market for the Zag. That is the toughest ticket I've ever seen in my entire life. Zag's who? Hey, Bo, we'll, ben, we'll change our play? podcast name to, to Zags all day and get some <laughs> Yeah, Ben, you'll reach out. Who'd you play against, Mike Spink in high school or uh, Casey Calvary? Reach out to one of them. I had a couple Ooh. guys that went. I had two guys from a class above me that went there for one year. I can guarantee you they've already exhausted any tickets they could ever get. I, I, I do a podcast with Santangelo. I, I haven't uh, tapped into that that just yet. So – We'll see. Well, maybe if, uh, there's we'll, a bar. Maybe there's a bartering system that we. Can <laughs> but remember, oh, leave the dogs at home. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> Great to see you. Hope all is well. You and Clancy keep doing your thing, and uh, good luck to the cards. Well, I'm sure we'll have some banter on Twitter or something throughout this game coming up. And uh, no, we're yeah, man, we're doing well. we're doing the text thread. I'm starting uh, NFC West text. I got Bo's number. Clancy's giving me his number. We're gonna start it off right. We're, we're, are we getting K Boogie? We need a Rams. We need a Rams constituent. <laughs> I mean, if the Niners lose this week in Jacksonville, I'll be the Rams. Uh, I mean, of course, of course, you you start the text thread when you the Niners have a bunny win. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good. All right. Well, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Later, thanks, guys. It's